It's another episode. Say something interesting. Who are you? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of a podcast. Uh, I feel like Smartless kind of starts off like this. Oh, Will really? and Ned occasionally be like, hello, everyone. So <laughs> I'm in my basement trying to stay away from the kids and not give away my where location or where I'm at. <laughs> Uh, how are you, Megan? I'm good. How are you, Brent? This is the follow-up podcast from East Lake Tri-Cities. <laughs> my name is Brent. With me is my friend, Megan. Uh, We're glad that you're here. Thanks for tuning in. However you tune in and whatever this day uh, mm-hmm. is uh, making itself out to be, we're glad you took about 30 minutes. Is that a new sweater? Sorry. Got distracted. No, uh, here's the deal. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I want to show you what I'm wearing today. You're it's wearing a, a plaid It's a plaid flannel. Up. Blannel. Yeah, blannel. It's a blannel. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's a flannel shirt. Um, <laughs> I don't know where the B got in there. Because I said button up. I think oh, that's where yeah. you got it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was thinking plaid, but then blad. I don't know. Fla- it's a flannel shirt <laughs> and a Columbia zip up. It's it's the I'm turning 40 this year and in like three, trying to fit. three weeks. I picked up Travis this morning because he his he's uh, doesn't have a car right now and uh-huh. so and we were driving over and he's like you're looking very 40 ish today <laughs> and I said I'm trying to fit the mo I'm like walking over I'm like let's talk let's turn down the music a little bit that's a little loud <laughs> look at that golf course that golf course looks very nice today perhaps we'll go there and maybe do a little wine happy hour afterwards perhaps. somewhere <laughs> be in bed by seven if I can. So I can have a great morning. Just be up at four a.m. drinking coffee. I just I, the newspaper. It looked new. It doesn't didn't look like something it I'd is not seen new. before. I don't wear it all that often. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but that's about it's it. It's like a lighter color than you normally go for your like outerwear. It brings out my eyes sometimes, so that's why I go for it. <laughs> that's why I go for it. It's Costco purchase. It's a very forty-year-old. Uh, for me. all of you who can't see Brent, it is like a light blue, like a yeah. No, let's like talk about. They're they're super blue. interested in my fashion. Choices. Yeah. Oh, sure, they are. This like on the shoulders and this. sleeves, and then the like body of the sweater is like a tan and like blue. I don't know what you call this that. Feels like a ner- like marble. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, sure, for the first twenty callers, <laughs> we'll throw in an extra second jacket just for free. <laughs> It's terrible. It does match your plaid shirt, though. Uh, uh, that's why I went with it, Megan. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, "These kind of go together." I'm now choosing things that go together. It's pretty great. Uh, pretty great, getting old. Uh, how was your weekend? It was good. Yeah. yeah. Anything fun happen? Yeah, we went. I went to dinner at Bookwalter on Saturday <gasps> with Ooh, my friends. Fun. Yeah, indoors or outdoor? That's probably too cold. Well, for this no, because they have it they all. Got the heaters and they stuff. They have the but... outside all encased, so oh, they put. Yeah, that's right, the back patio thing. Uh-huh, yeah. But they put. Um, they have like a fire pit back there too. Yeah, yeah, they put all the big groups back there. Yeah, and we were a group of ten, so they put us. So back that's there. where you were. Yeah, great. Um, it was nice. It was good. My friend, um, two of my friends are getting married on Friday. Um, but they're just doing like a courthouse wedding with like are they getting married together or they just pick the same date? No, no, no. They're getting married to each other. Okay. Um <laughs> They're both I... my friends though. So okay. like Got it. anyway. Um and but they're just doing like a courthouse and like parents and siblings wedding. Yeah. Um but we want That's what they told you. I don't care if that's. What they, I don't care if they're Just doing kidding. a different wedding. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> they invited you to a bookwalter um, event. So no, no, no. We like. I like enough. helped plan the bookwalter oh, okay. event. Got it, got it, got it. Um, so we we're like, we want to celebrate you before, and so we went to bookwalter to like celebrate them getting married this week. It's so. been a while since I've been there. Is their happy hour still like awesome? Like they have like pizzas we were, for a half hour. Oh, you didn't uh, go for that. We didn't go for happy hour. Yeah. We were there like right after happy hour. It's been I think. A while. Yeah. Um, but they had. I had for dinner. A like. 
Because, I mean, they change their menu really frequently. Do they? Yeah. yeah. It's different. Like, I don't know. They change it like every two couple months or something. Um, but they usually have like a couple staples. So like they had a burger option, which a couple people got. But I got, they had like a curry fried chicken over like with uh, over rice. And it was so good. It was like a yellow curry and like a tempura fried chicken breast. It was actually two. And I only ate one because I was like, that's a lot. And it was really, really yummy with like a long green and wild rice. And yeah. Anyway. So yeah, that's, that's what awesome. I had. It was really good. Good. Plus. Was it busy? Yeah, is it? Uh, it seemed kind of busy. Yeah. It, I mean, I don't know. They're always kind of busy. So. They uh, have as an appetizer one of Kylie and I's favorites. It's like bacon wrapped dates. Yeah, I got them. Mm. They still have those. Lord they keep those on there. have mercy. Yeah. Please don't ever take those off the menu yeah, if I know. you're listening to Mr. Book Walter. <laughs> Not that you would ever listen to me, but, uh, you know. Yeah, I don't think they will. I think it's their most popular yeah, item. If you go, and they're really good. That, that should be on the menu. Um, And then uh, they have like a kind of monkey bread dessert that I got. So Nice. And then wine. Nice. I don't remember what kind. Uh, a Syrah and... And my goodness. Well, what I was mean, your there Uber was, driver's name? There were, I had like two glasses, <laughs> but there were like. <laughs> did you tip? Did you tip him? Uh, there did were you no. Remember to I, rate I, I did not. I was not drunk. <laughs> there was no drunkenness. Jeez. I did not have an Uber driver. Okay. We were also there for like four hours. Hey, you don't so. have to justify it to me. You just, you know, officer, um, here's the I deal. did not drink two bottles of wine, I had two glasses. From two different <laughs> bottles that okay. our group of ten All right. consumed as However a group. However, you want to so, justify it. Oh my I'm gosh, Johnson! Te- you're a teacher, is that right? In the Pasco oh school district. Oh my gosh, teachers are. If you no kidding, think no, that they, teachers, most of them can drink me under the table. Yeah, yeah, and some of them even are male. I'm, so. I am a huge lightweight compared to my colleagues. So, would you like to name any of them? No. Okay, I didn't think so. I didn't think so. If you ask most bartenders anywhere, like what professions are the craziest, I'm pretty sure nurses and teachers are in the top yeah. five. Yeah, for sure. Well, there's a reason happy hour starts at like you know four four o'clock. <laughs> School's let out at 3.15. That gives them plenty of time. Uh, I had a uh, an interesting, a fun weekend, uh, other than the fact that I did receive in the mail a notice of an unpaid parking ticket Uh-oh. Uh, for, from the Seattle Municipal Court Uh-oh. for a date that I was not in Seattle. Uh-oh. And I can confirm on my personal calendar, not there. And I received a bill. And then, but uh, here's the thing this was a you have not paid your bill. Um, there's also now a late fee attached to Uh-oh. this, and we will send you to collections if we do not receive it by a certain date. And I said, well, I did not pay it because I did not receive this. Yeah. I, that is, is not me. And um, so, anyways, there's a phone number that I've that is on there that'd be like, if you want to dispute this, feel free to give us a call. And I've been calling it nonstop since the day that I got it. And it rings and it rings and it rings. And I think that this is some cruel joke oh, no. uh, that somebody has played on me. So I will update you on Ticketgate as it goes. Do you think, is it legit? Or is it no, like a scam? I think uh, that a parking attendant was trying to do their job well and mistakenly wrote a three for an eight. Oh, uh, okay. And I have two threes in my in my uh, in my car. Got it. Uh, and uh, and that's probably what happened. So I'm I'm hoping I can call them and be like, hey, would you mind like looking at the make and model and let's just verify that they yeah. got this wrong and um, you know they're just trying to do their job but they just can't read well. Like maybe move the <laughs> dyslexic guy to a different job um, because that's probably not a good spot to be able to write parking tickets out. Otherwise, people in Pasco who have not been to Seattle in forever and have never driven that particular car 
to Seattle in its existence should not be getting tickets for parking. $45 what the original parking ticket was. Wow. That What's seems like a lot. Fee? 25 bucks? Okay. That's like yeah. half. Uh, yeah. More than half. Yeah, you're not yeah. kidding. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, we're, we're fighting this one to the death. <laughs> I'll, I'll go to war over this. So, anyways, I, I wanted to call and be like, What a legacy. I you're was leaving. not in your city, nor would I ever go to your city. You go to that city? No, I know. I'm just not, but not for that. Not for, no, not, not yeah, on that anyways. date. Yeah, not on that date. Yeah. So that that's been uh, it's been kind of fun. Uh, what else did we do? I don't know. That's Not a really much. old person weekend. Super, yeah. <laughs> I you was trying this to fight this like, parking I'm ticket. Getting, yeah, yell, stand on a soapbox, <laughs> yelling into the ether. How do they have a phone number that just rings and rings and rings? How do they do that? Rings and rings easily, and rings. Easily. You cannot leave a voicemail. You cannot be like, "Hey, call me back." There's not like a little thing that comes on and be like, hey, you're like 89th in the queue. I'd be like, that's fine. Let me just put this on speaker and I'll go, you know, clean the house yeah. with it. Or uh, yesterday mm-hmm. I did a bunch of yard work. I could have sat on hold for an hour if you would have told me, you know, that I could have waited and finally got through. But right now it's like, I don't even know if this number's legit. Yeah. It could be a completely fake Can postcard. you like Google? Yeah, a cool uh, joke. Somebody be like, hey. Can here. you like go into Seattle? Like, yeah. So I did go to seattlemunicipalcourts.com or oh, whatever. Okay. And I did realize this is the number. Oh, okay. They just are not answering. Maybe, was it because it was a weekend? Uh, well, yesterday, it yeah, yeah, yesterday they wouldn't have answered because you would think that they would have a voicemail that comes on me like, hey, yeah. we're only up Monday through Friday. I, I, I quickly did a search on that to be like, yeah, I can't call until Monday. Great. Okay. So Monday, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. <laughs> what time is it right now? 15 minutes ago. <laughs> ring, 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 ring. Nothing. <laughs> Nobody works there. Everyone's still on COVID break. I think that's what's happening. They only show up to send out the notices and they're like, peace out, I'm on break. I think that's what happened. It's so it's so tragic. It's so lame. That's funny. Um, my daughter starts uh driver's ed tonight. Woo! I know. That's exciting. She's been driving us around all weekend. Uh-huh. Um, Does she have her permit? She I has her assuming. permit. Yeah, you can get your permit before as long as you're signed up for driver's ed. Yeah, then you, you can, can get, get your, your permit. permit before fifteen and, and a half. So we, uh, but she's only done back roads until. Um, so we, you, we can get to like her, my in laws' house and my parents' house, all back roads from our house. You yeah. have to cross over Court Street, but you don't have to go on Court yeah. Street. But then I was like, "Come on, we're gonna go on Court Street on the drive home. We're gonna. It's like faster. It's." You know, it's mm-hmm. the way, you, and you need to be able to go. And she's like, I, dad, dad, no, 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 I don't want to do this, right? <laughs> and sometimes with her, you have to, like, push her to do it the first time. Even, mm-hmm. like, we just taught her skiing the last couple of years. Yeah. Same thing. Push her. She doesn't want to go. Then she gets done. She's like, that was easy. That's dumb. This is so boring now. You know, you're mm-hmm. like, <laughs> you were crying about it five minutes ago. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> so we get on there, and she is just, like, like white, white knuckles, knuckling yeah, this uh-huh. thing we're going 40 miles we should no sorry excuse me it's 40 miles an hour is the speed limit yes we're going 35 yep and uh she's like why are they why are they so close behind me and i was like because you're going 500 the speed limit <laughs> i have i don't know what to tell you like <laughs> you have to go faster or they're or they're gonna be on your tail yeah <laughs> and you're gonna be like what is going on here so it's been an adventure uh i will be i am Super thankful. We, my wife and I both decided her first highway drive needs to be with the instructor because I think that she'll handle it better than either of us uh-huh. being in the car for uh-huh. a highway drive. That's fair. I just feel like that's asking for a lot of trouble yeah. and <laughs> going that direction. So that's it. That's, that's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's a whole new adventure right there. Whole new adventure. I don't know. Absolutely. I've only been on the other side of that. I also didn't learn how to drive until I was in my 20s. So, Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> really? How did you get around when you were 17, uh, well, years Well, I wasn't old? allowed to learn how to drive uh, in Italy where we lived when I was 14 to 17. Okay. And then when we got back, I like kind of, I got my permit my senior year because we moved for my senior year of high school. Okay. And I kind of got my permit and like was driving a little bit, but um, my dad pushed me as well, but I do not respond positively to that all the time. And it kind of traumatized me a little bit. And so I like shut down about it and I was like, nope, nope, nope. I will just not drive. Um, You'll just drive me everywhere. And I didn't like, I didn't do a ton of stuff. And so, and I didn't have a car that I would have been able to drive anyway. So it didn't matter. Um, so my mom, I would like ride the bus or my mom would pick me, drop me off or pick me up. So let's go back to the Italy thing real quick. Are, were you not allowed because you were uh, not a citizen? No, they... the driving age in Italy is 18. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And the, I mean, you can drive a moped at like 14, I think, but the driving age for a car is 18. Um, which is slightly ironic because it, correct me if I'm wrong, but their drinking age is, is younger there. No, their drink, their legal drinking age is 18, like to purchase alcohol. Oh, okay. But if you're with your family, you can have alcohol like with them. Okay. If it's not a big Because I went to college with somebody who was from Spain mm-hmm. and she talked about how it was like, you know, 12 or 14, but home dinners mostly, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was like. I mean, not, if you're not at, really even frowned upon, it was like no. no that's part of the. If you're dinner. at a restaurant <laughs> with your family and you're 14 and you have wine with them, like that's normal. Um, but the legal, like the legal drinking Go age by in yourself. Italy, yeah, yeah, is 18. Okay, never mind. Yeah, it should be odd to be like you're 14. You can definitely pound this wine, but do not sit behind a car. <laughs> Although, to be fair, like unless your name is Megan, yeah, and you're going out for friends' birthday parties or <laughs> oh my marriage God. party. Um. <laughs> So yeah, I and then in college, like it didn't matter. There was public transport, and yeah. I didn't have a car. Well, and anyway. that was the other question I had: was yeah, is, yeah. is Italy good at like the, where you stayed in Italy? Was it public transport was a like a positive thing? Um, I think they had decent public transport. I don't know. It was pretty rural, but most kids had mopeds. So like no, most okay. Italian kids would have a moped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because you can have a license to drive that at like fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. That um, makes so sense. most Italian kids would drive around with mopeds or whatever. Yeah. But like my parents just drove me around. But yeah. my sister, because she already had her driver's license when we moved there, because we moved there for her senior year, and so she actually was able to get like an Italian conversion, whatever. Um, because she was eighteen and she already had a driver's license. Um, and so she could drive us around too. Yeah. Um. But again, like we only had two cars, which my parents needed, so it did. It was kind of like a moot point. It didn't matter. Who cares? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not gonna have a car anyway. Um. Anyway, so then I graduated college, and I was like, well, I, I need a job, and so now I need to learn how to drive. For so. sure. But I actually took driver's ed <laughs> as a 22 year old <laughs> with 15 and a half year olds because I, was I knew say, was it full of 15 <laughs> yeah. and a half year olds, and yeah. then here's Megan uh-huh. because I knew that I needed <laughs> that like external. Like, because you don't have to take it. No, you don't. You don't. But I knew I needed that like external push and external like instruction, not just my parents. Um, and so yeah. And the two times I've thought I might actually die in a car were during test drive, like during practice drives. What were you in the driver's seat? No, no, I was in the back seat. seat. One time the girl turned left into oncoming traffic Mm. on 10th Street in Kennewick. Yeah. Um, 
I was like, I'm gonna, this is how I die. <laughs> um, and then the second time, the girl, it was another different girl, and she told us she didn't have her glasses while pulling onto the freeway. And I was like, okay, well, this is how I die. Yeah. Um, clearly didn't die. But yeah, it was exciting times. It was yeah. funny. That would have been a funny follow-up question. So did you die? Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm right here. Yeah. What are you talking Clearly about? Clearly, no. Clearly, um, no. But yeah, that's my driving story. Nice. You're welcome. There you go. <laughs> I uh, passed my driver's test uh, with an exact 80. Oh. And they let me know exactly where I stood right before I did the very last thing, which was parallel parking. Uh-huh. He did the whole, you currently have an 80 and you're about to parallel park. Good luck. <laughs> and... I you think it was that pressure park. to be like, all oh. right, I better like take this thing seriously. No, I got a 98, and the one <laughs> yeah. point I got off You're was 22 for- <laughs> years old. <laughs> you should absolutely ace your driver's test. I like didn't readjust Your brain is more something. fully developed. Yeah. Um, the one, the point I got off was for parallel parking. I like didn't readjust or something yeah, like that. But yeah. Anyway. Because I got paranoid because I know you can only move like so many times. Yeah, right. And so I got paranoid about it and I didn't m- use my third move or whatever. And yeah. she was like, you aren't centered. I think she just didn't want to give me a 100. London's big thing that, that she <laughs> is currently lacking is the uh, ability to use a blinker. Uh, <laughs> and I have to constantly remind her, I'm like, hey, blinker, all the time. And I'm, I have to be like, London. They'll fail you on the spot for for the mm-hmm. to just pull up and be like it's really just common knowledge just to just I don't know just do it and she's yeah. always asking me and she, like we'll go through a roundabout she's like do I have to do it here I'm like yeah I'm like just why not like what's the <laughs> what's the cost is that is that too much of an effort like I don't know on I don't the, know do you have to use it in there the is some like I don't think you do but I was no like, I think to you her, do I think you do do you okay because if you you're supposed to signal out on a roundabout. I think oh, it's common okay. courtesy if you're turning left on a roundabout to signal that, and then sig- and then turn your signal to right when you're when you're yeah, yeah, leaving. Gotcha. But you are supposed to signal out of a roundabout. So like if you're going sense. straight, you don't signal, and then as I you're about to, I know most people don't. Yeah, I don't think I but do. But it is like as a person on like waiting for a roundabout, it is nicer if people do signal yeah. out because you're like, oh, okay, maybe I can like get in to the roundabout at this point. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. There you go. All right. Uh, so I'll, I'll update you on how that goes. She's got her drives, uh, you know, she's got classes first and then drives and all that good stuff. But it'll be fun. Um, mm. Let's talk about Sunday. Let's do it. We continued our uh, What Gets Left Behind series, a series on Legacy this weekend. Last weekend was uh, Anna kicked it off. I followed it up this week with uh, legacy letters, writing your own legacy letter. We talked about Paul's legacy letter in the, uh, Acts chapter 20. Uh, we talked about uh, the, uh, the, uh, what, what's the what's the word, the, the sunscreen song. That's oh, the, yeah, the uh-huh. thing uh, from Baz Luhrmann. Uh, and I will it's have like to say... It's like a graduation speech put to music, right? It basically, Yes. You were in second service, right? Yes. Which I played that whole thing you for You did it. play the whole thing. I did not play a minute of it in the first service. Oh. So I had pulled this clip to be like, I think that I should show this. And then I was like, it's five minutes. I'm not going to show this. I'll just talk about it. And then people know exactly what I'm talking about. Because I feel like... You know how you, you feel like everybody had the same growing mm-hmm. up childhood and that everybody knows Which the same not things true. that you know? So then when I asked the question in first service, how many of you guys remember the sunscreen song? I figured people would be like, you know, 20%, 30% of the crowd would be like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that's the song that we played at graduation a bunch. Mm-hmm. And almost nobody raised their hand. And I'm like, crud. I wouldn't... If you just said that, I wouldn't have known. But when you song. played it, I was like, oh yeah, I've heard See, this. And that's what I should have done. Yeah. So if you went to first service. I want to apologize. I should have played at least two minutes of it. My plan was to only play two minutes of it during the second service, mm-hmm. but 
people were laughing and responding and really enjoying it. Like mm-hmm. I could tell that it was like hitting a little bit of a chord. And so I just kind of like let it go. And I'd be like, this is good. You guys will like this. This mm-hmm. is enjoyable. <laughs> it's not when you sing. It's not a song you play on repeat in the car. Like, you know, I'm listening no, to Taylor Swift or whatever. it's not like a sing-along whatever, song. Like, uh, it's, it's, really, it's a really solid thing. And it really played well into kind of what yeah. we're looking for. I mean, you, it is kind of a legacy letter, which 100%. I would say the best graduation speeches I've heard are legacy letters. Like, yeah. This is what I know now. Yes. Yeah. And this is like wisdom that you can take or leave. Yeah, absolutely. If you've never read um, in terms of graduation speeches that are that form legacy letters, um, the guy who wrote Infinite Jest, David Foster Wallace, did one for Kenyon College. I think um, you've talked about it this before. This is water. Yeah, it was super good. It was a yeah. really, really good one. Um, out, Mr. But. Rogers also has um, some good graduation speeches as go. well. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun too. Yeah. But, Anyways, uh, the idea behind it was you, uh, as an individual, have a responsibility as well uh, to kind of write your own and do it often and uh, to specific people in your life. If you have kids, great. If you don't have kids, there's still people in your life that need to hear from you, need to know where you stand, what you know, pass it along. It's kind of a generational sort of uh, uh, of thing that I think is is important. Uh, we, we see it modeled not just in Paul's letter, but I think the Last Supper thing with Jesus, I think that... Um, in Genesis, you see it with Jacob and his sons, and my my hope is uh, at the end of the series to have a resource for all of you to be able to be like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take a take a step and be able to write some things down yeah. on this. Um, I had uh, two people come up to me after each service, and and with little like, hey, um, just thought this would go well. You know what? <laughs> like maybe add this in the next time you talk about it or whatever. Uh, one was from an older guy. Um, who wrote, uh, there's a, a passage in Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 3, I believe, off the top of my head, where it says, it's better to attend a funeral, or you learn more about attending a funeral than you do about a wedding. Um, and uh, it was... it was, Wait, like you learn more from attending it's, a funeral it's, it's than more, you do? Um, it's more beneficial, I guess, oh, okay. is, is, is the word. It's more edifying to attend a funeral than Got a wedding. It. Okay. Um, because when you attend a wedding, it's like, cool, it's a celebration of their love, whatever. Mm-hmm. You attend a funeral, it's like now it caused you to think and it caused you to be like, you know, look at your own mortality Mm -hmm. and a life well lived and that kind of stuff. And it was, it was, he was just like, Mm -hmm. hey, this is really good. Think about it. Use it for your pod. Do whatever. Right. (laughs) And in the next service, I had a younger guy come up and say, hey, while you were talking, I had chat AI write me a legacy letter. (laughs) And here it is. And he showed it to me on his phone. So, like, the two different generations. Of one saying, here's a great Bible verse that speaks to it. And one saying, here's what chat AI, if you ask them, <laughs> would come up with, with it these is. things. And the best part about it is these two are father and son. It was the dad who did it in first service <laughs> and his adult son in second service. That's really funny. It was hilarious. Yeah. So, And neither of them knew that they came up. I I had not mentioned, oh, your dad gave me something earlier. I just like pocketed that away and be like, yeah. that's for the podcast. <laughs> That's the best. Uh, that's really cool. But I mean that that chat AI piece is interesting. Like yeah. that would have been. I told him afterwards like, that would have been a hilarious way for because I talked about plagiarism. I said, "Hey, I'm going to read you yeah. one from the stage. But please don't plagiarize this." Mm-hmm. But how funny would it have been to go into like and also don't let AI chat GPT yeah, or whatever write your stuff <laughs> for you guys. Like your family members are going to know. It's going to be so general and broad and yeah. you know. Because even in his, it was like, to my partner or domestic, uh, no, to my spouse or domestic partner, you know, like, here's what I, here's what I love about us, right? And you're like, I think they're going to catch on. They're yeah. like, 
I don't think he wrote this. Yeah. Because ah. like AI doesn't have your actual lived experience. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. That's cool. What were some things from you? Um, I was thinking, um, well, first to go off of that, I was just thinking the wedding versus funeral thing. Yeah. I think that one of the reasons a funeral is more like as a partic- as a person who's attending it, because um, it's about the past, right? And it, so it causes us to reflect on our past and our life. But a wedding is very much future focused. And so you're not like, that's unknown. That's not something I can reflect on sure. or like you know, take into my future necessarily because my future is different than their future. Yep. Um, but if I'm being asked to think about the life lived, I can think about my own life being lived. So, yeah. Yeah. When I try and do a wedding ceremony, I try and incorporate it for some of the audience who are there who are hopefully, you know, if they're married, great. Or if they want to be married someday, great to be like, this is just as much a reflection on on your marriage and what you've committed to is as it is these people they're they're embarking on a journey that you perhaps embarked upon 10 years ago so let's really like dive into marriage but i get what you're saying that's not always the case especially if it's like a kind of a more basic um you know either like yeah a, a or like i mean there are people whatever, who but. are not married and never will be married so like yeah but uh, i mean but like sure. they're there because they love those people and yeah. they want them you know and that's a different story 100%, but percent yeah yeah I mean, I mean, just like a a journey in uh, you're doing life. Every, all life is done in relationships, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. And so, let's talk about the value of committed relationships. Yeah, and whatever, for sure. But yeah, um, the other things that I was thinking about are um, I really liked your "What footprints am I leaving and where do they lead?" Yeah, yeah. Um, question, and I think that's like an important one to ask because, like, that's that in the moment reflection of like, where am I pointing people with my life? Sure, and like. Where am I leading people to think and um, think about me, think about their future, think about whatever? Um, and I think that's an important one to like ask ourselves regularly um, about what am I leaving behind and where is that pointing and where is that going to lead people in the future? Yeah. So um, I liked that one. Um, and then... I almost made like a, like a footprints <laughs> in the sand oh, joke yeah, yeah, yeah. when I did that one. <laughs> I, ha- I had one written. And I was like, I again, I'm introducing a sunscreen song that almost nobody knows. And then I go into a poem that only if you're like a super duper like grew up Christian, I think. But I think it was really popular in the 90s Maybe. and like early 2000s. I couldn't, I couldn't afford to go down that road twice for then people to be like, this guy's just completely irrelevant about I life. would have 100% got it, but I don't really count because I did grow up in the church. Totally. So it doesn't. You're, you're one of my most church friends I know. Exactly. Megan. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so I don't know that my like yeah. knowing it is my, um telling on my bar is not make sure Megan no, knows. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it shouldn't be. Yeah. Like <laughs> uh, that'd be hilarious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> write a sermon specifically yeah, for, for me. Yeah, specifically for Megan. It's very That was so relatable. It's super Presbyterian. You're gonna love this thing, guys. Um, and then the other one that I was thinking about is, um, that like everyone has a right to tell a story and everyone's story is worth telling. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that we can get caught up in like the simplicity of our own life Mm -hmm. and forget that there's still value in our wisdom and we still have things to offer from our life. Even if your life is, even if you think your life has been bad or awful or, like not good by whatever parameter you want to measure good by. Um, 
there's value there. You have a story to tell and your story is valuable to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you should be telling it to people. Like it's not something you should hide from others. Yeah. And I think, if, um, uh, especially in a generation that we are, where we're obsessed with autobiography or except or obsessed with memoirs. We're expe- obsessed with documentaries about people who've done great and grand things. And then when we, when we read those things and then we compare all of their achievements in life and all of the obstacles that they overcame, especially in the era in which they did, and all of these advantages that I have, and I can't even get rose bushes to look good in my front yard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it can feel debilitating almost yeah. to be like, what kind of a story do I have to tell? Yeah. You know what I mean? But Or even, like, I was thinking, like, people who have hard lives or have made decisions that have made their hard lives, blah, blah, blah. I just totally lost all my talking. Sorry. Um, have made their lives Eric will hard. Talk it out. Don't worry. Um, no, you won't. Nope. Um, but like, you know, even if you've gone down the road of addiction or like um, debt or what, you know, all the things that you aren't proud of or don't think are worthy, but they are. Yeah. Um, because your story will have influence and impact on other people. And, and you are a human on this planet and you have value. And, the life that you have led is valuable because you are here and you are human and you are loved. Yep. And so don't think that you aren't worthy of telling your story to people because you are. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I think the third point of that too was we have a responsibility to tell it. We all yeah. have a story. We all have a story we're telling. Um, and we have a, t- we have a, we have a, a right to be able to tell it how we want to tell it. And then um, we have that I think a responsibility uh, that that goes beyond our our self. I think we have a calling, we have an obligation towards uh, the divine mm-hmm. to be able to kind of communicate this and do our best to kind of to write this, to write a legacy letter of sorts, even if it doesn't ever get down on paper. But I hope that it really does. I mean, I really do hope that you take time and, yeah. and make those things work. But that's where your responsibility ends, though, right? Is putting it out there. Like, there's no, you don't have any power or totally or anything over what happens to it after that That was my favorite part about the confident humility piece i'm confident that this is true for me humble enough to know um, that my that life is difficult for you and it's difficult for me and the more difficult life gets the more i realize how much i don't know and uh and so i humbly offer it to you Mm -hmm. and this is Mm -hmm. do with it what you will right yeah and it's that like you were talking about when you were talking about the wisdom part like it's freely given but it also has to be like freely received. Yeah. Um, and so you can give it freely and nobody wants to receive it. And that's fine. It, but it's still out there. Yeah. And it's still worthy to be out there. I think about that too in, in terms of even what I try and offer on a Sunday morning of uh, a teaching of, of the way of Jesus. We gather together. We worship together. We serve one another. Uh, we learn from the gospel. But it is... It is me at some point trying to say, here's some knowledge of based on research and thoughts. I want to do it confidently. I don't want to be like, I don't even know if it's true. You know what I mean? I want it to be like, no, this is the my our best guess. And and through like concerted effort to try and make this as true as possible. However, there's a humility here to be like, do with it what you will. Mm-hmm. Like I don't this might not be right for you or what you needed to hear now, but here it is. And and take it or leave it or do whatever. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of related to that a little bit yeah. in that piece. Yeah. So anything else? Nope, that was it. All right. Good. I'm excited for next week. My dad's going to be here um, finishing this thing up. Um, he's got uh, a message 
uh, that I remember, I think I've talked about it before already, uh, that mm-hmm. he had done a while back that I think is, is really powerful and, and um, meaningful, something that stood out to me, and I've asked him to kind of come and reshare that and yeah. repackage it. And um, So anyways, he'll be here on That's Sunday cool. to kind of close this thing out. So let's jump into our something interesting. Uh, you get to go first because I That's opened right. the series. Um, this is shared to be my mom's college friend was in town last week. Oh, that is another thing. She brought me a quilt she made. Um, not for me specifically, but she gave it to me. So that's exciting. Very exciting. Uh, this is like the third quilt she's given me that she's made. So she's a quilter. Anywho. Um, but she also likes to send me weird, random science news, primarily bug news. This one is not bug news. Um, but, uh, so there is a group of like gifted elementary students, I think like fourth, fifth grade, um, from Canada who did a science project on EpiPens. And they um, sent them up into like the stratosphere, like in weather balloons or a rocket, um, and ex- so which meant that they were exposed to cosmic rays, which our atmosphere saves, like protects us from cosmic rays um, primarily, which is good because otherwise it'd be really bad. So anyway, but the epipins, um, they found that the epipins turned to poison when they were exposed to cosmic rays, and which means that if you are an astronaut who is going to space, who has some sort of allergic reaction, who has had an EpiPen, it, you probably should know that sometimes they turn to poison if they're exposed to cosmic rays. Oh, wow. Um, which NASA did not know before this group of upper elementary students did this experiment and then shared it with NASA, who now know. But I was like, that seems like an oversight. Um, but maybe they don't let um, astronauts go to space if they have like some sort of anaphylaxis allergic reaction situation i don't know yeah so anyway that was some cool science that um my mom's friend judy shared with me i like it yeah which was pretty i was interesting to me yeah so all right mine has to do with the fact that baseball season opens up this weekend that's right and uh they the new york mets introduced a new like what's your favorite food at a baseball game Mm. when you go to when you go to t-mobile park and you're like, I definitely am getting a hot dog. Hot dog. Okay. Or so a lot of times I like to get the chocolate covered strawberries on the stick at mm, T Mobile. Yeah. <laughs> How about the crickets? Do you get any crickets? No, I've never gotten You've crickets. You've heard of them though. Yeah. Like it's a staple. Sometimes I get, because t- like T Mobile is in Seattle. So sometimes I'll get like teriyaki or something. Yeah. In like the good, park. good sushi. Because <laughs> it's staying close to the ocean. Yeah, for sure. Uh, baseball and food and, and food at the ballpark have always had like a close association with mm-hmm. each other. The problem a lot of times is that when you get up to go get food, then you're waiting in line and you're missing part of the game. And so they're trying to do more delivery to seats oh, and okay. pre-order, pre-order stuff. So then when you walk up, it's just right there at the menu and you're not yeah. having to wait in line to do it. So the New York Mets introduced a new food option uh, that they came out with uh, that uh, is, uh, it, listen, it's $150. So it's oh, okay. a lot for, a f- but you know, I don't know, maybe you spend, maybe you spend a lot when you go to a baseball I game. I have no idea, but it's an unlimited sort of menu thing and they oh, bring okay. it to your seat and whatever. Right. So now these ballparks are figuring out like this new way of doing this mm-hmm. food thing. And one of the most intriguing ones that came out for me is a, uh, I, I've never been to a game at Yankee stadium, but I would love to go someday because of the history and whatever mm-hmm. else. Uh, and there is a thing called a 99 dog, a uh, an Aaron Judge a hot dog. Oh, at I think Yankee I've heard Stadium. of it. Isn't Have it you? like crazy big? 
Uh, I don't know how. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, is it a foot long? What oh, is it? I'm sorry. It's a 99 burgers. I said hot dog. It's oh, a burger. Okay. Burger. 99 burger. It has two patties of American Wagyu beef, uh, a New York uh, or New School American cheese, a secret sauce, pickles, caramelized onions, all on a brioche bun with lettuce and tomato available as additional toppings. It costs 19.99 for this burger, and there are only 99 of them available oh, at, at a home each game. game. Yes. Oh. So it's kind of like a nostalgia, like a I that's got the, one. That's, that's the, the shtick, thing. Man. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and so it, you know, uh, I I don't know that that one's uh, available for pre-order, but you have to get it in the uh, uh, the thing that he, the guy who created it, uh, created it after an In and Out Burger, so like the secret sauce and all the different kind of stuff. You got it, yeah. Um, it debuts. It de- oh, it, it debuts this year. At oh, the, okay. The, there we go. And here's a picture of it. Uh, you guys. I mean, can it see looks it like podcast, a cheeseburger. Yeah, the ninety-nine looks, burger. I mean, it looks good. Yeah. It sounds good. I know. I mean, you can't really go wrong how, with a burger. How funny but to be like, I'm one of the 99 that got this thing, guys. For this game. For this, they do 99 every game. Yes, but like, <coughs> they have how many, 80, how many they thousands have of people go to those stinking... In every... <laughs> what, what do you think Yankee Stadium Oh, it's got to be like 40,000. Yeah, and, and 50, sells 000. out probably yeah. more than yeah, yeah, any yeah. other baseball yeah, sure. stadium would be my guess. Yeah. Or up there in the top five. Yeah. For sure. It's not like, sometimes you go to a Mariners game, there's like 14,000 people there. You know what I mean? <laughs> in a 40,000. Yeah, it's like on a Monday night. <laughs> And they're like, where is everyone? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like living Or like life. the Wednesday day games. Yeah. Which yeah. means you can get good deals on tickets. Sometimes. But sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, if you ever if you ever do go, um, it's the uh, uh, Chef Christian Petroni's. Anyway, that's that's yeah. the, Anyways. Get, who, get a, get it, a Aaron Judge burger. audience is going to? Nobody. But game. like, it's a smart idea. <laughs> Make something a limited edition. Charge a buttload for it. Uh, and then imagine all like the... You know, like the food pics that get posted yeah, on Instagram. You're like, sure. I was one of the 99 that That'd got be cool. this game. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. I feel like maybe they did it I'm last year really, with a different something. Really excited for baseball this year. Oh, I, yeah. I do this every year, but I'm really excited. Okay. I got my hat finally. Oh, what is it? Uh, I don't, it's just the emblem on the front, oh, but it okay. says it's got the batting, it's got the uh, spring training oh, okay. thing on the side. Yeah, Chris Pitzer brought it back for me. Way oh, to go. Shout out to Chris. Nice um, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So that's anyways, cool. That's exciting. All right, that'll do it for this week's episode. Say something interesting. Uh, week three in the conclusion of our What Gets Left Behind series is happening this Sunday in person at 9.15 and 10.30. We are now live streaming both services, oh. everybody. We started this this last week. We were going to experiment how it went, and we're going to officially announce it uh, from the stage and on emails on Easter Sunday. However, if you're listening to the podcast, jump on it early. Log in early That's if you exciting. want. It's great. Um, and so you can log in at either one of those times if you're away, but we'd obviously love you to come in person. It's just more meaningful. You get the funny videos, you get free coffee, uh, hot, hot popcorn for the kids after service. I almost said hot dogs. I'm just stuck on hot dogs. I have no idea. There's no hot dogs in the talk. There's nothing on Sundays. I must be craving a hot dog. Well, it's cause I talked about hot dogs when you're talking yeah, about baseball, baseball season. Food. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great week. Bye.